Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Now, have you ever felt like you're doing everything right, but those stubborn pounds just won't budge? Well, you are not alone. But have you considered that your drinking could be the silent saboteur in your weight loss journey? Well, today we're going to be diving into the three shocking ways that alcohol might just be keeping you from reaching your goal weight. The second one might just have you rethinking your weekend plans. So stay tuned while we dive deep into the science to help you not only on your alcohol-free journey, but also on your weight loss journey. Now, Part number one is that alcohol calories are additive to food. So the first thing that you need to understand is that our body does not adjust our appetite to compensate for calories from alcohol. Our alcohol calories simply get added to those that we already get from food. So let me break this down a little bit. So for starters, a lot of the alcohol that we consume is just before or during a meal. Let's say a meal is 600 calories and a glass of wine is 150. If we drink the glass of wine with our meal, we don't reduce our food consumption to 450 calories. What we'll do is consume all 600 of them as normal, plus the 150 calories from the wine. For whatever reason, alcohol does not trigger the normal satiety mechanisms like other sources of energy. This is what scientists mean when they say that there is no compensation mechanism and that calories from alcohol are additive to food. For regular food, calories before the main meal are compensated to a larger or lesser degree. For example, if you have a snack before your main meal, then you're likely to have less of the meal. With alcohol, this does not happen. Not only that, but there is also evidence that alcohol stimulates our appetite. In other words, we get the full calories from the drink, the calories from our regular food consumption, and then some on account of alcohol stimulating our appetite. Which brings us to the next point. Part two, Meet ghrelin. So ghrelin is a hormone that is primarily produced in the stomach. Discovered just over 20 years ago in 1999, scientists soon realized that this hormone is critical to the regulation of numerous physiological processes. Research quickly revealed that ghrelin could stimulate the release of growth hormone, regulate the movement of our gut, and the secretion of gastric acid, as well as the metabolism of glucose and the sensation of taste. A picture also began to emerge of this hormone being intimately involved in the regulation of appetite and meal initiation. So for example, administering ghrelin to animals makes them eat in conditions where they would normally not do so. On the flip side, artificially inhibiting ghrelin reduces food consumption. Now, scientists also found that ghrelin levels rise in animals that are starved, but quickly fall when the animals are fed. Findings like these gave ghrelin its popular name as the quote hunger hormone. In 2005, just a few years after its discovery, we got the first evidence that alcohol interferes with the ghrelin system. A team of researchers out of Germany compared 118 alcoholic patients to 24 healthy controls. Some of the heavy drinkers were still consuming alcohol and some had stopped drinking one to three days prior. Now, compared to the healthy controls, both groups of heavy drinkers showed increased ghrelin levels, and the heavy drinkers that just started to abstain from drinking showed the highest ghrelin levels of all. So it became apparent very early on that alcohol interferes with the ghrelin system, and this is potentially linked to weight gain. Now, it's important to note, however, that the correlation between alcohol intake and ghrelin levels is not always positive. Other researchers found that in healthy people that drink occasionally, 
alcohol seems to actually suppress ghrelin levels. How this squares up with alcohol's appetite-stimulating property, which we discussed earlier, is not yet clear. At part 3, enter leptin. Just like some hormones that are associated with increased appetite, others have the complete opposite effect. One of these is leptin, from the Greek word leptos, meaning Thin. Now, leptin is basically a satiety signal. It signals to the brain that we've had enough, that it's time to stop eating. Whereas ghrelin is primarily synthesized in the stomach, leptin is produced by fat cells. So this serves as a kind of control mechanism. The fatter that we become, the more leptin is produced, acting as a negative feedback mechanism to control our eating and weight. In 2001, a team of researchers out of Sweden set out to see how alcohol affects our leptin levels. They recruited 14 healthy volunteers and administered alcohol to them at various times of the day and at various intervals. They actually found that alcohol acutely inhibited the secretion of leptin. In other words, it lowered leptin levels. This effect was independent of the time of the day that alcohol was consumed and lasted for up to eight hours afterwards. Now, it's not clear exactly how alcohol affects leptin in this way. It might be indirectly through its effects on other hormones or it might have a direct action on the fat cells. Whatever the reason, it now seems very likely that at least part of alcohol's stimulating effects on the human appetite are mediated via its effects on the leptin system. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.